guys it's pamela from the shh podcast team and welcome back to shh where we interview women in christian music all over the world welcome to series three of the podcast today we'll be speaking to uk singer songwriter dancer and visual portrait artist jessica akin she talked to us about her musical journey her ep colors including her first ever single blue and her journey towards finding her style and genre Make sure you follow us on Instagram and on TikTok at SheHH and share this episode with a friend. Hey, Jessica. Hi, Paula. Welcome to the SheHH podcast. Thank you for inviting me. We're so glad to have you. And I'm actually so excited to speak to you because Sis is a poet. She's a singer. She's a songwriter. She's a dancer. Mm. You, I don't have enough fingers left. You do a lot. You do a lot. But how would you kind of introduce yourself to like people who don't know you and what you do? Um... So obviously I'm Jessica, like Paula said. I normally just say that I'm an artist through and through. So that, you know, it's through music, through actual art, like drawing, dancing. I just love creating, to be honest. I'm literally just a creative through and through. I love that. Yeah. I've never heard that, you know, like mm. an artist through and through. through, through it's through. like, no, of the entirety of no, that word. But you know, I used to be scared to tell people, like say that because if, some, if one person knows that I'm singing, I can sing, sorry. I won't say I can dance. I won't, because I, I, mm. I don't know, everyone says like you can do everything, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, cool. We'll go into that because <laughs> yeah. you've definitely mentioned publicly like yeah, yeah, yeah. this whole thing of, yeah, no, we'll get into yeah, it, we'll yeah. get into it, we'll um, get into it. But first of all, I would just love to know a bit of your journey. So yeah. you're an artist through and through from mm-hmm. Kent. Can you let us know about how you came to be where you are right now? Yeah, yeah. So I think it was late 2018. Mm-hmm. So I went through like some heartache and normally everyone says, yeah, heartache produces good songs. And I'm I mean, always, listen, Adele, listen, let's, okay. Cool. A whole album, uh-huh. several. Uh-huh, many, very good as well. Um, so yeah, my heartache led to me wanting to like, just write as like an outlet, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, it helps with healing, I guess, and it helps with healing. Um, and I always wanted to write music when I was younger as well. So um, yeah, late 2018, wrote like a few love songs and I wanted to release it so bad. I was like, no, I want to release this as my first project. I want to. But then I just felt God saying, nah, this is not the one. So I was like, okay, cool. Wow. And I did feel called to do music as well. So then 2019, I just felt, okay. I started writing um, Blue yes. in, in lockdown. So this is 2020 now. Mm-hmm. Um, I started writing Blue and I thought, okay, this is a good song. And then I thought, okay, how can I put this into a project? So I was like, okay, Blue is a colour. So... Let me see if I can work on the whole colours idea. But I don't yes. want to force it. I don't want to force it. And obviously, you know, everyone was doing like the whole NHS rainbows. Stuff. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. So I kept seeing rainbows and like it just kept the colours. Yeah. Colors, and I was yeah. like, okay, colours, this makes sense. And then that's when I released Blue in October and on my birthday. Then released the EP last August. Yeah. Yeah, which is exciting. Um, yeah. And I just had the whole idea of when you walk into the light, mm. which is Christ, and you walk with him in your life, you then live life in full colour, basically. Yes. So like every song relates to a colour and it relates to something that you can take away from having God in your life. That's um, good. And yeah, just hold on to that promise. Like That's so good. That's so good. No, and what I love about your songs is they're very real, like they're real life yeah. experiences and yeah, experiences with God, mm-hmm. but without explicitly being like church music. I don't yeah, have to yeah, explain no, it, you, yeah. especially with the EP colours and it, yeah, even down to like it being really colourful and really like artistic. Mm. You can definitely tell that you're an artistic person. Yeah. But let's even start with Blue. Yeah. Which was the first single. Yeah, it was. 
How did that, like, what did you, like, what was the process of coming from, this is just stuff that I've written down, feelings, words, yeah. into creating music for it, getting it produced, yeah. shooting, like, cover art, mm -hmm. releasing it. What was that process? Take us through, like, the most um, fun bits. Cool. So, obviously, obviously, I wrote in lockdown. Yes. So, um, I think I was just like to myself, when I'm feeling blue, and then I was like, oh, what rhymes? When I will rest in you. I was like... Okay, cool I like that where can I go with that and that's how I then wrote about the whole song that tapped into feelings like from before like when I struggled with like suicidal thoughts and mm -hmm. stuff and how God's like brought me through that mm -hmm. cool and I was like okay what do I want it to look like but obviously bearing in mind we're in lockdown so as much as I had all these ideas executing it <laughs> what can I do in my house you know where I mean? can you go honestly so I had these ideas what I want my cover art to look like but I just couldn't do it so I literally just got my cousin to like do I just sent him like some examples of cover okay. art that I wanted to look like with the whole silhouette thing. And he did that for me. That's not the idea I originally had, but anyway. Okay, cool. it still worked though. And it like, worked. Thank you, thank you. And then EJ Mo, which is my producer, um, he helped. So obviously when I started music and I wrote this like love song, I now performed it at like some open mic and he helped me play guitar. Oh, wow. And I knew that he produced as well. So I was like, it makes sense. Like you've helped me from time when I've been mm -hmm. doing this music thing. So I wanted him to help me produce it as well. And obviously like I gave him like, the structure mm -hmm. of like my guitar. I think I sent it to him. Yeah, because you play guitar. Sorry, she's just glazed over the fact she also plays guitar. A little bit, just, just a little bit. Some people are talented. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he added like, he fleshed it out. Mm -hmm. He added his own colors to it. Like it was, yeah. And he turned out to what is Blue, my debut single. But yeah, I just found it, it was quite, it was in my first song as well. So I didn't know how, singing in church is different to yep. producing your own music. Yeah. So I didn't know what I expected, but it was a fun process. But at the same time, the anxiety. Yeah. My first song as well, because it's such a, the music industry industry is such an opinion-based industry. Mm -hmm. And obviously we're doing this for God. We're not doing it for ourselves, obviously, but it's hard. <laughs> it's so hard when people can just listen to it in China. When you're, <laughs> when you're sleeping, they're listening to it in China. It's mad. It's, like, it's so mad. But um, yeah, it was fun. And I'm grateful to God for the experience and the gifts that I can mm. use as well. Yeah, yeah, and you just said like about oh, it was very different to singing in church mm -hmm. and stuff. And like, I know because I was also like, um, yeah, yeah. we were part of the same like society group yeah, yeah. while we were at uni. Um, and, you know, everyone was singing, everyone was like mm -hmm. together and everything. It was very yeah. like, oh, family. But then to now be like, by the way, guys, I'm going to be producing music. Yeah, yeah. The anxiety, like I, I say, I applaud you because I think that's amazing. Thank you. But the anxiety is mm -hmm. a lot. Like, how Real. did you kind of get the like go ahead to be like yeah this is going to be something I'm actually releasing now because I don't I'm not yeah. going to keep it to just me so obviously when I had like all those feelings of anxiety I naturally wanted to be like okay I'm not releasing this <laughs> but I've gone through all that stress and I know I'm cool to do it so it's mm. like I have to do it one day so if I'm gonna do it let me do it afraid do you know what I mean because mm. I'll just be sitting there until I'm ready I'm, I will never be ready so yeah I just obviously my family the ones that saw me anxious my close friends they saw me really anxious but mm -hmm. they were just encouraging me to keep going um I even as soon as I released it I wanted to delete it so bad <laughs> no genuinely Stop. but I feel like that's gonna I've spoken to other artists and they're mm -hmm. like that's gonna be the thing yeah until you do you know I mean you retire or whatever so it shows that you care about it though because if yeah, it was like I oh I'm it. just doing something on the you whim wouldn't care in it, you just... wouldn't care like that yeah, yeah. no nah, that's amazing and I remember the when it came out and like everyone like Everyone was like, have you guys heard this song? I was, on, it was on replay. It was oh, definitely on love replay. That. Love that song. And I even wanted to ask, because um, while we were putting questions together, we just noticed that there was a theme of like mental health struggles and mm. like how that kind of comes together with being a Christian. Yeah. And this is definitely a space and a conversation that 
is now being had but mm. for a long time like no one talked about the fact that That's like cool. we also deal with depression mm-hmm. and experience anxiety and you were really public and really like um, I was going to say confident but I don't know if that's the right word when mm. talking about anxiety and stuff but like you were really like honest yeah. about it in the music but also just on socials in general yeah. and I would just love to know about the mind process that kind of um, happened to give you the confidence to actually speak yeah. out loud about it I think I mean yeah in the Christian I guess area what do you want to call it Bubble. Christianity yeah <laughs> People, it's such a taboo subject mm-hmm. but it's a very real subject so I just feel like it needs to be spoken about and especially like Christians need to speak about it. Get do you know I mean counseling? It's not an alien thing. Therapy. It's not just a non-Christian thing. Mm-hmm. You know the whole debate on do you need to get a Christian? I mean, each of their own and But I think counseling, mental health, like these are topics that we need to speak about because mm-hmm. it's healthy to get counseling. And also, just because you get counseling doesn't mean like you're a weirdo. Do you know what you're I mean? broken. And you've got like loads of issues. Do you know what I mean? Like it's actually very health, healthy. Yeah. Just as you go to the gym to work out. Do you know what I mean? You don't have to be big or slim or whatever your aim is to go to the gym, to go to the gym. Mm. You just need to do it for your health. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Um, yeah, whatever yeah. your health goals are. So yeah, that's why, yeah, I know you said confident. What's the word? Yeah, because it feels um, right. Like, yeah. it, because it's also, it's almost something that does attack your confidence where yeah, you're like, is. shut down, keep quiet, yeah, stay yeah. inside. Mm-hmm. But once you come out, it feels very like this person is confident because yeah. they've opened their mouth yeah, and yeah. actually had the power to open their mouth and yeah, speak yeah. about it. So yeah. it kind of feels like the right word. Yeah, it is. And I think in speaking about it, it actually helps to like be like this thing is a past thing. It doesn't mm-hmm. have a hold on me anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, there's actually power in the tongue. So just even be able to just say it to myself in my room to then being able to like just talk about it on socials to see to let other people see that this is normal, like it's okay. Um, and you will get through it as well. And that's even just one song because I know that um, Blue Then was part of the EP. Yeah, yeah. But that's even just one song. Mm. Now we go to the EP that's yeah. being made. What was the jump between I've released one single and it's been received positively to... Yeah. I'm going to put a collection of songs together. Yeah. What was that jump? So obviously, so I wrote this in lockdown and I linked it to the whole colours. Yeah, I don't know. Obviously, I didn't want to force it before. But when <laughs> it just made sense, I was like, no, I really want to emphasise each one of, I mean, as many of God's promises I can mm. in each of these songs. Obviously, this was six songs, well, five songs, I really don't believe, from one. So a lot more time and effort was put into it. But I really enjoyed it. The creative process, even just talking to Elijah and my cousin who did the cover artwork, mm-hmm. like just speaking um, to them about my ideas and then being able to like turn it into something that they, you know, add their own ideas mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was actually, yeah, it was fun. It was exciting. Yeah, it was actually hard as well. Obviously, the I anxiety that comes with one song, six songs. Multiplied. Now, <laughs> yeah, it was mad, but... Yeah, God's got I like it. how smart you were with it though, because you said all oh, about colors. Yeah. So I'm here thinking, okay, cool. Every song gonna be blue, purple, <laughs> green, yeah, yellow. Yeah. It was like we went blue, we had ultra, ultraviolet. Ultra like you were really smart with how you kind of made that Thank running you. theme, and yeah. I love that. Like mm. love storytelling, and I love when it's done cleverly and creatively. Yeah. And I think you really did that well. Thank you. So much. What's one song? Okay, blue. Yeah, you yeah. know it's always gonna play mm-hmm. have a place in your heart. But what's one song in the EP that you proper love and why? Ooh, uh, it's like picking from your so, babies. You know, this, yeah, no, honestly, <laughs> it changes so much. Like, I feel like all of them have been my favourite ones. But right now, Roots. Oh, I, I really love Roots so much. I was going to say Ultraviolet, but Roots, I love it a lot. Because that song, I really experimented like with my whole hip hop mm. 
like rap style. Yeah, yeah. Me, I yeah. didn't know I was a rapper. Flow. But the flow. Apparently I rap. <laughs> flow or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, that was a really fun song to create. Yeah, because I just, I have now like started to love like cadence, flow, mm-hmm. like lyricism, like mix of like a sweet melody. I just love it so much. So, so much. Obviously Ultraviolet, I love to you, but yeah. Roots right now is my Right favorite. now, okay. Right yeah, in this right moment. Um, our, one of our producers who actually made these questions and came up and did the research, yeah. she hadn't heard of you before. Oh, really? So yeah. I kind of just went, oh, can you kind of look into this artist? We're mm-hmm. going to be speaking to her at some point. And she came back to me. She was like, this artist is amazing. I think oh, wow. you might have seen, she tagged you and she was like, just recently discovered yeah, yeah. Oh, um, yeah, Chanel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She just recently discovered you yeah. and she loves Roots because oh. she's also, she's a naturalista. And for anyone who doesn't know about Roots, yeah. it plays on a metaphor of mm-hmm. like a black woman's natural hair yeah, yeah. and just at like, your natural hair day where you have to mm-hmm. wash your hair it's a long process yeah, yeah. for people that don't know Listen. but the consistency and the care mm-hmm. and the love for your hair is what helps it grow and it's a yeah. necessity and you kind of relate to that to your spending time in your bible spending your time yeah. in in the word and with god being a thing where sometimes it's really long and you don't it's feel so, like it but it's very well. necessary yeah. how did you come up with that metaphor Listen, okay so obviously when i came out with colours mm. and I didn't want to be too like I wanted to be sly in the way I had the colours linked to each song so I didn't want to be like you said purple, purple red yeah. green like I, I mean whoever, if you want to I do mean, that it's fine yeah it's if fine. you've done that it's cool but I didn't want to do that um, so yeah obviously I had yellow which is you know I relate, related it to mustard which mm. is mustard seed and the whole you need mustard seed faith and you know, that's fine yeah so I had roots so when it came to now writing I had to have the titles first so I had roots I was like, you had the titles okay. first? yeah so I had the titles first wow I, I just really didn't want it to be so like red green blah, blah. Yeah, yeah so I was like okay roots so initially because this song I was writing it during the whole George Floyd mm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. obviously yo yeah I was yeah my heart I wanted to write roots about you know black culture and mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. the whole race the issue of racism but I was like, okay, you're really stemming away from your whole meaning of your, mm-hmm. your project. Okay, I know you're like passionate about this topic right yeah. now, but you can't, do you know what I mean? You can't take away, because that's going to be so random. It would had, be. Like, right in the middle of my EP. So I was like, okay, let me just chill. Let me relax. Yeah. And then I think one day I was literally oiling my cornrows. I was like, oh, roots. This is another roots. So that's how I had came up with the whole, you know, you need to take care of your hair. It might be hard, but you need to to grow nice, you know, Afro. Um, same way you need to spend time with God. It might be hard, you know, you might have times where you don't want to pray mm. or read your Bible, but you need to in order to grow your relationship with God. Um, yeah, that link was, I said, oh, did you hear uh-huh. that? I mean, it could have been a song about racism. It but as well, and it, I think the cover art as well, where you have the like, yeah. Beautiful. Thank you. So even that's a nice little segue. Yeah. You being a whole entire artist, mm. like you actually draw. And even when I'm, I was like going through some of the stuff that you do, yeah. I saw that you recently re-opened um, yeah. your design and what, what, what would you call the style of um, um, art? It's like, port, is it portraiture? Is that a word? Portraiture. portraiture. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like drawing. Drawing like people, so he- like like those like shoulders. Yeah. Head and is it, is it pencil that you use um, or pencil. pen? Yeah. So right now it's, pencils eternal drawings but i do want to learn how to like do it in color ah uh, in gtc art i did do like paintings but mm-hmm. that one's a whole different that's long so I'll, I'll learn it one day but yeah right now it's just tonal you drawings. really are an artist i was looking through these and i was like yeah like and people get like stuff mm. for like birthdays yeah, and yeah. stuff like that which is absolutely stunning mm. can you tell Thank us you. about what it's like Listen, I started this interview trying to listen to many, many things that this girl does. Yeah. What is it like being so multifaceted? And um, and why also, because you've talked about like people being like, oh, sis, you do it all, you do yeah. everything. And how that's literally not a compliment. It's, uh, it's not. <laughs> in fact, talk, please let us so, know. Um, obviously, when I was younger, 
I guess when everyone's younger, like you're trying to find out what you like mm-hmm, and what you mm-hmm. like to do. And then slowly I like I was like, oh, I like to draw. And I like I was like, okay, these are really tallying up now. Um, but like I used to be so like shy, or well, not really embarrassed, but like I didn't like, like I said before, I didn't like people knowing. If someone knew I could sing, I wouldn't tell them I could dance or whatever. Mm. Cause I just felt like they'd be like, oh, you can do everything. And I'll put me on some pedestal. Like mm. I'm so great, but it's not like I'm literally just using the gifts that God has given me, you know, to create more beauty. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So that's, it's not, I know people, when they say it, it's like, oh, like, wow. But it's like, <laughs> it's not really a compliment. I'm yes. just doing me, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I also don't want people to think, oh, just cause they've got one gift that it's not special because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that one gift equals my however many, do you know what I mean? So it's in God's eyes, it's, it carries the same weight. That's good. Um, we just need to be confident to use it mm-hmm. regardless of what people say or what people may think. Yeah, but I am grateful for those gifts because I do really enjoy them Yeah, um, a lot. Because I, I feel like I first met you when we went RY as a dancer. Wait, what no, did you see me doing? I remember wow. you dancing. Like you were in like first year and yeah, I was yeah. in um like oh, yes, third year or something. Yeah, yeah, was it like a conference? It was like a conference. Yeah, yeah, and I remember like everyone was like, go Jessica, oh, go Jessica. And you were like in the middle of like a circle or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this I girl can dance. So I wasn't even on stage. <laughs> Where was that? You were not on stage. You were actually, we were on a dance floor or something. (gasps) I want to say this was like RY Ball or something. It might have been been all like a conference or something. Or something something like that. And we were all like dancing. Everyone was just like getting Mm. it. Everyone's having fun. And then we suddenly see a circle and Jessica's (laughs) in the middle of the circle. And I remember being like, oh my God, this girl can dance. This is so lit. And then then I remember following your socials and Mm. then you were like, hi guys, Blue is coming out. And I said, huh? That is so funny. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe it was someone else. Yeah, I yeah. saw, like, I just found it so amazing. Mm. And I think it's a blessing that you have so many skills, but yeah. not just that you have so many skills, because loads of people have loads of skills. Yeah, yeah. But as you have so many skills and you actually use them all, that's amazing. Thank you. That's that's actually amazing. Not just Thank in the much. sense of, oh, you were given so many talents. Because like yeah, yeah. you said, the parable of the talents, people yeah, are yeah. blessed with loads of talents, but you use them all. Mm. And I want to know how you even manage your time to do them all. Yeah. Like, how do you give your heart and your passion to each of these gifts in an equal yeah, yeah. way? It is actually hard. I can't lie. I don't think, I mean, right now I'm not using them all. Because mm. I know I, there was a period when I just did dance. There was a period when I just sang, just sang in church or whatever. There was a period where I just did portraits. So this was like 2017 mm-hmm. when I was just drawing, drawing um, stuff for cl- um, clients and stuff. Um, so recently, obviously, entered the new year. So I've made my goals. I've made a plan, like a schedule, my daily routine. That's I mean, good. it's hard to stick to you, but I, so obviously I'm opening up J portraits again. I want to spend time drawing. I sing in church, so that's my singing. Also, I'm an artist, so I, you know, I can sing anyway for where I'm producing music. Dancing, I'm not doing right now, but... That one's hard because it's hard to do on your own. Mm-hmm. Like you need, I mean, it's better to do with people. But yeah, I think there was a period where in uni, so P-Lab, you know P-Lab? Yeah, yeah. yeah. P-Lab, <laughs> P-Lab knew that I could do this thing, but I was just like, I don't even know what time to spend on which ones, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But obviously it's just about knowing what season you're in, when to That's use your good. gifts. Obviously it's like there's a production. I'll offer what, whether, you know, gifts I can to that. But also just, I need to breathe as well. I need to rest before mm-hmm. I burn out as well. That's true. Um, yeah, and also knowing that in if in that season it's maybe for me to not draw, yeah. it's fine to not draw, but make, yeah, sure, make exactly. sure I don't keep it buried like and continue when I have the time and the energy as well. 
So when we started this interview, I was really yeah. struggling to kind of um, explain the style of like music you yeah, produce yeah. because you kind of have made your own genre. And yeah, also yeah. each song is very different, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, are, very, yeah. very different in the EP, which is great. And I remember vaguely one time seeing a tweet from you, like maybe like um, last year or two years ago, mm. where you said something like being a Christian artist, mm. sometimes you get put into a box of a type of genre yeah, yeah. you would produce you do, yeah. and you're starting to get comfortable with the fact that you won't fit that stereotype. Mm. Can you tell us a bit about the journey of actually designing your style and, yeah. your, and your sound essentially? Yeah. So I think there's an ongoing process. So when mm-hmm. I started, obviously R&B, that's like my naturally my favourite genre. So for Blue, I guess, yeah, Blue's yeah. R&B. So that was very natural to produce. But obviously, so when I graduated in 2019, that summer I just had time to just create so in that time I was creating and just posting random stuff on Instagram. Like I was doing different stuff. So mm-hmm. that was quite easy to like when it came to colours to like weave it into that. And just each song is different. You've each got pop, you've got R&B, you've got yeah. hip hop. Yeah. And I, obviously it's, it's an ongoing process. So I guess as I get different musical influences, mm-hmm. I guess maybe my style will change. I don't know if that's a good thing. Like when you Yeah, listen. it's a good thing for yeah, sure. So yeah. I mean, right now that's, I guess, pop. R&B, mm-hmm. hip hop, they're like my genres. Yeah. But I don't know, it might change into something else. But also, because like there's not really, I don't know, when I started music, there wasn't really anyone like me. So that's also one thing that didn't really encourage me to start because I felt, I felt like I needed someone that oh, I could look really? up to. You didn't feel like, oh, I'm unique, I'm yeah, here. I, I did, but I was also like, okay, can I see how they're doing it? Do you know what I mean? But then my big bro, like Derek, he was telling me, why do you need, do you know what I mean? Why do you need somebody <laughs> like you, you start it. And continue in your yeah, lane, do you know what I mean? True. Yeah, so. That's really yeah. encouraging, actually. Yeah. Because, and you're right. Like, I feel like a lot of artists, when you start, you're yeah. looking for kind of right? a blueprint to follow, to help, yeah. a map or something that gives you the encouragement that this person did it like this, mm. so I can succeed if mm-hmm. I do that. But sometimes you just kind of need to find your own, your own path, mm-hmm. literally, and just make your mistakes, overcome yeah. them, keep going. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're kind of like living proof of that being oh, a reality. And it, it working as well. So yeah. that's thank actually you. really encouraging. Who would you say are some of your musical influences that maybe um, influence your sound yeah. or even just that you enjoy listening to? Uh, Tori Kelly. So <gasps> do you know what? No, honestly, when I discovered her, I, what was I listening to? I forgot the song, but she's like, go make me sexy. I don't care if only I know. I was like, wow. I didn't even know it was a Christian, Christian song I was listening to. I was like, oh, she's Christian. Like, I love that. <laughs> so she really inspired me to be like, yeah, I don't know if I'm a Christian artist or an artist. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I love writing God-inspired songs that mm-hmm. anyone can listen to from mm-hmm. the, you know what I mean? From the street and be like, oh, this is inspiring. And like, you're like, oh, I want to give a last cry. Um, so Tori Kelly, number one, Jonathan Reynolds. Yes. He's just, okay, I see that. I see that for you. The whole you. guitar, the whole yeah, guitar yeah, vibe. I, mm-hmm. I see it. Nah, I um, see it. Who else? Little Sims. <sighs> In terms of like cadence flow, yes, like, yes, yes, she's amazing. Actually, now you amazing. say it, you see roots. It? Oh, yeah, yes. like, literally, she's mm, yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Who else? Her as well. Oh yeah, so yeah. The whole R and B kind of soul vibe. But yeah, they're my main influences. See, those four in- people you named, mm-hmm. as soon as you said the name, I said, no, that makes sense. Really, yeah. And I love that because it's not that you, I wouldn't have called them for you in yeah. terms of, oh, you're copying their sound or yeah. you're copying what they do. But as soon as you said, I'm like, that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. Tori is literally like vocals, guitar, yeah, you know, very real lyrics. As a As a beautiful. songwriter as well, mm. phenomenal. And then like J-Mac, Jonathan yeah. McRonald makes entire sense because Amazing. literally... Guitar, mm-hmm. vocals that even don't make way, sense. Like, even No Grey, yeah? That song, like, the way he wrote that song, mm-hmm. it's not a normal, like, 
Hallelujah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's Lift true. your hands up, but it's so deep. I just, yeah, no. that song really is bad as well. That's so good. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that the fact that you kind of say that these are people that you listen to, but yeah. they almost permeate from the music that you produce as well in such a like encouraging way that in the future there's going to be someone who names you and their sound is going to be heavily influenced by you and Mm. it's just a continuation of this where the inspiration and the blessing that God gives some one person Mm. tallies onto someone else and they go onto someone else and I'm just I'm very encouraged by that and I think that's why I'm so like I love everyone using their gifts because you don't know who you're inspiring you know you really don't obviously God's given that to you to like create beauty and to I don't know follow your calling mm-hmm. but I just feel like the people around you are important as well and you could literally influence someone to become the artist or step into their calling as well mm-hmm. um yeah I love that no that's that's amazing um and even just outside of people that have influenced you mm. there have there been experiences that have influenced maybe your faith or maybe the way that you approach faith in your music because I think one thing you just mentioned mm-hmm. um that Tori does as well is everyone knows that Tori is a Christian yeah, yeah. but she doesn't necessarily make christian yeah. music mm-hmm. she has loads of fans that are not christian yeah literally. you know and she does it really well i think tori is one of the artists that does it balances very it very well. well i love it what is it that made you did you have any experiences that made you think yeah i'm going to be that type of artist yeah. that anyone can listen to my yeah. music but it's obvious that i mm-hmm. also love jesus so i think literally when i was in the shower listening to that song i sang before like i was like yeah this is, i think that's one thing that made me like okay i'm gonna release music and this is the type of music that i'm gonna release because i remember when i started releasing music i was like okay god what type do you want me to release? Do you know what I mean? I, can, I sing in church, so do you want me to write worship music? Yeah. So I was literally like, okay, God, what do you want me to release? So when I heard that song, I was like, this, this, is, this, it. this is it. Like, literally, because I feel like I, I, yeah, I feel like now I'm finding it easier to be vulnerable. Mm. And I think it's, it's important for a Christian to be running about their experiences so that other Christians that are going through things that they think, oh, is this normal? Is this normal? Is, this is normal? it just me? They can be like, okay, no, it's actually normal. So yeah, that's about how I see, okay, those things are intertwined. And in me being a Christian who's an artist in my um, in my song, my music, I can help people to be like, okay, that's normal. And I, I'm okay doing, do you know what I mean? I'm okay feeling like this, but okay, how can I turn around um, mm-hmm. and come back to Christ? Yeah, and I think that's also the type of music that I was kind of longing for mm-hmm. when I was younger. Yeah, we were looking just, for it. Yeah, like not even just the music, just people that could be like real, like, okay, this is what I'm yeah. going through, but it's okay. But you need to, do you know what I mean? Switch it up um, and come back to Christ kind of thing. But yeah. No, that's really good. I love that. Thank you. Um, oh, that's so sweet. I love it. No, <laughs> I love you. that you're almost an answer to a prayer you had when you were younger mm. and now you're living it. Yeah. One of my favorite things to do is to look back and just remember like teenage Paula or teenage yeah, yeah. Jessica and just be like, she was looking for something or mm-hmm. looking for someone and now I'm the answer to that yeah, prayer. Yeah, and you're that. the answer to your, like, and there's teenagers or yeah. young people, even older people that are like, oh, I really desire this type of music mm. that glorifies God, but it's also just like talking about real life. Yeah, yeah. And then they hear your music and it's like, wow, this is an answer to mm, prayer. Like yeah, yeah. the fact that you're an answer to someone's prayer. It's amazing. Crazy. So yeah, that's yeah. really encouraging to hear. In terms of like even getting you on the podcast, yeah. like honestly, a privilege. We're really grateful to have you. Thank you. The moment that I said... I'm sending this email. Yeah, yeah. Like, literally, so we have a spreadsheet on CHH where it's like yeah, loads of artists that, want, yeah. that we want to work with. And so Hannah, who's um, the content content communications coordinator, and I will basically uh, populate this spreadsheet and yeah. just kind of talk about re- recent releases they have mm. or, you know, any cool things they're putting out, yeah. social media content, and then basically say, like, do we want them on the podcast? Mm. The, when I added you to this podcast was because of one specific song. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
let's get into it. <laughs> so I um, recently, we recently had Uchenna on the oh, podcast. Yes, yeah, yeah. Big fan, love her. Mm-hmm. She Great. released an EP called The Art of Submission, yeah, which you so are good. very aware of, so, you know. So you feature on a song called Without You. Mm-hmm. This song, I probably tag you and Uchenna maybe every three minutes mm. because I love this song so oh, much. It's definitely one, it's my favorite song on the EP, surely. Really? But it's definitely one of my favorite songs that I heard um, 2021. Aww. There's a bit in the song where Uchenna's like singing, she's on her verse, she's on the chorus, and you enter the song. And mm. there's only, the only way I can describe how Jessica enters this song is she glides in. <laughs> like, gliding. this is an audio song, but you're gliding. <laughs> I know you, your feet aren't touching the ground. I promise you. You literally like, your your vocals, and I think I tweeted like your tone, yeah, stunning. You. Your you tone so is beautiful. I don't think I've heard many people's tone like yours. Like, oh, thank you. people have vocals, but you yeah. have tone. Oh, like, it's you. like a... It's buttery. It's just oh. buttery. That's all I can say. Listen, full fat croissant, you know? No, no, that lactose-free stuff. I'm oh, lactose-free, so. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so it's, it's, it's tough, it's tough. <laughs> but like, you literally just entered the song yeah. and it was just beautiful. And I remember listening to it and just going, like literally, I listened to it one time and I went, okay, cool. Well, but both of them will be on the podcast. And I literally uh, put you guys uh, down. Mm-hmm. We dropped up the email. We sent it to you. And for me, it was, I listened to that song and I could actually hear two women who are speaking to God truthfully. There's no pretense. There's mm-hmm. no like, we're going to pretend that we're like church girls yeah. who've never experienced life. Like mm-hmm. it's very, very real. Yeah. And it's very much saying like, why would I even think I can do this without you? Yeah. I just want to know a mm. bit about the process of you guys coming together to yeah. write this song and to put it out. And yeah. like, if it even has any kind of, you might be like, oh, that's just one song I did. Yeah, but like, it's what I don't even remember. Yeah, yeah. But like, I would love to know if there was any like stories or anything that like influenced this song mm-hmm. specifically. So when Uchenna, she messaged me and was like, I want you to be on this song. Obviously, when I heard it, I was like, this is a vibe. I yeah. want to be on the song. But she was like, oh, it's called Without You. Obviously, I can hear in her what she'd already written, mm-hmm. that this is a song about being with God in your life, mm-hmm. like through everything and not like cutting him out of your situations. And I was like to her, God, I'm going to be so real with you. Right now, I'm in a dry place. Like mm-hmm. I'm not really spending time with God. Like for me to write a song called Without You, hey, I'm currently living without you. <laughs> so, do you know what I mean? It's not going to make sense for me to be like, oh, without you. I can't do nothing without Because right now I've I'm, been doing, doing, I'm doing I've been doing it. So I was like, girl, I'm so sorry. But one, I want to be on the song. Like mm. ho- hopefully it doesn't like go past your like deadlines and stuff. But when I'm actually like back on track, then I can write for my heart. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And be like fully on this song. Obviously when I was in that place, I was like, yeah, girl, I'm, I'm back. <laughs> I'm ready. I can do this song. Um, yeah, so obviously I heard her bits first. And I was like, okay, do I follow her melody? Like, how do I? Mm. I was like, just be free and just flow. And yeah, that's why I sent it to her. She's like, it's going to come out. I was like, okay, cool. And then it came out. But yeah, it's such a beautiful song. Ishana's voice is amazing. It's stunning. So, so and she's good. so good live. Oh my God. Really? Wait, where have you seen her? I saw her live at Wonder Conference okay. at Imprint. And I remember just being like blown away. Yeah, and like, I can literally. imagine. Because even her like studio recorded voice, like beautiful. Yeah. So, so beautiful. For me, one thing I love about that is the collaboration, obviously, of women. And CHH is all about, like, empowering women in, yeah. in, in music ministry. But collaboration is just dear to our heart. Mm. We love a good collab, mm. you know? And you've collaborated with quite a few people. Mm. Could you maybe just talk about why collaboration is important to mm. you and maybe some of your favourite... Or maybe just name a few because it's, it's a bit awkward <laughs> when you start, like, naming one yeah. and you don't name another. Yeah, but yeah. 
maybe some of your favorite collaborations that you've had um so i remember my first one so this is when obviously the whole heartache mm. i was gonna release this love ep or whatever um so dave dave creates so dave david creates. and daniel uh they wanted to do that it was daniel's song they wanted to do a song like Christian love song, whatever. Mm-hmm. And also I was thinking, oh, this is great. Like we can release this. Then I can release my, you know, it's great. Love everything. <laughs> cool. So um, yeah, that's one of my faves. The vibe, I've never, I didn't think I'd ever like sing a love song like with a guy on it or mm. guys on it. But that song is, it's a vibe. I can't lie. Wait, what song Dave, is this? Be Mine. Oh yes, it? I remember yeah. Be Mine. Yeah, yeah, I remember Be Mine. So, yeah. so good. Um, even Daniel, he's good as well. Yeah, I don't know if no, he's going to continue music, but he's, he's waving. Yeah, he's, he's just dropped a few and then just yeah, disappeared. Like, <laughs> how can you just drop Bando and then not come back? <laughs> Maybe Bring it back. There, I know. But that's one of my faves. But um, yeah, I think collaboration is important. It's something I'm yet to do like with my own songs because mm. right now on this EP, it's got no mm. collabs on it. Um, I think also choosing the right people for each song. I, I don't know what the process is because mm. I haven't done that yet. But yeah, it's also fine like work with other people. Um, work with people that I've got like a different, maybe different style to you mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like how they go about their melodies or attack a song. Like, yeah, I think it's, it's fun to do as well. It's not just you as well. It also like opens up your mind to see like, hey, this is not a me thing I'm mm. doing this for a kingdom and the kingdom has loads of other people that are doing the same thing that's good we're trying to achieve the same goal mm. um yeah that's good yeah especially when they are different like genre or yeah, style yeah. to you mm-hmm. or you know something completely left mm. and people are surprised to see you on this track yeah, yeah, like yeah. I love that and to be fair we say this but mm. you could really go with anything because <laughs> you. one minute you're singing next minute you're doing like acoustic I mean. guitar next minute you're doing like a little rap mm. or flow as this yeah, yeah, was saying flow, flow, flow. but like I would love to know who is one like dream like artist that you would love to maybe make a song with so not Ooh. even necessarily just listen to their music mm. but you love their like style and love to collab with them so obviously Tori Kelly like that yeah, one yeah Montel Fish. Montel he Fish. Is so, so good. So good. Um, who else? I literally have a list on my phone of people that mm-hmm. I want to collab with. Chance the Rapper. Oh, yeah. He's, he's good. Actually so, like, he's really good. Yeah. I can't lie. Hip hop. I feel like that's going to be my favorite genre because yeah. I'm starting to love it. Um, Justin Bieber as well, you know. But only listen, be- yeah. Recent Justin. Listen, recent Justin. Gospel Justin. Gospel Justin. <laughs> like, I'm like, are we allowed to call him Christian Gos- I, Justin? I like. Don't know. <laughs> But yeah, he's he is wavy as well. He's good, um, yeah, yeah. He's been good. Like, yeah, um, yeah. I think they're my main, my main people. I mean, her. I don't know if she's written any Christian music. Well, she featured on that song with Travis yeah, Green, so, so it could happen. Her as well. Like, yeah, I feel like a lot more secular artists are open to yeah, it now, literally. which is even an interesting conversation because mm. it's like, oh, how do we, yeah. how do we navigate that I space? I mean, I guess if they're doing it for God, mm. like generally, then mm. it's fine because we're all, I guess. Even though they're doing it, like, I guess, sporadically, I don't mm. know, that we're all doing the same thing, trying to yeah. glorify God's name. So I guess <laughs> they can continue. I don't know. It's true. It's true, know. though. It's true. Mm. Like, you, especially because I think that as Christian artists or Christian people, yeah. the whole point is that we're trying to reach other people who don't, who aren't Christians yeah. to come and know Jesus yeah, and become Christians. Christian, yeah. So if you are producing music that non-Christians are like vibing to and mm. being like, oh, let me go follow her and check out what she does. Yeah. And your socials are very much like, hey, I love Jesus. Yeah. Somebody comes to know Christ. It's That's true. a blessing. It's very true. That's really good. Very no, true. I appreciate that. And there's definitely a space for you that yeah. we're all really enjoying right oh, now. I love that. Thank you. So we're at the beginning of 2022. Yeah. And you mentioned, you know, like you like to use your gifts in seasons and yeah. you've kind of made a plan for this year. Yeah. So what is the plan for this year? What can you share for, um, the, for this year? I mean, I'd love to do a show. Okay. This is not saying it's going to happen, but I'd love to do a show like 
Any type of specific um, show, like or so obviously like a headline show, but I, yeah, yes, maybe you better using say some headline. Of my other gifts in it, like mm. in the show. Um, what else? Obviously more more music. Mm-hmm. Obviously music means money, so mm. I need money. <laughs> um, to Sponsors, it. please. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, more music. Hopefully projects. Okay, I, I want to use my dancing more. It's something that I've had to build confidence with, mm. like especially showing people. Um, but I think I'm more confident in it now. So definitely want to use my dancing more. Obviously, music videos and stuff like music. Obviously, that's a lot of money as well. So I feel like I need to. Once I've got the money, I need to struggle up whether I want to do so and so songs mm. plus a project or mm-hmm. cut down on the song so I can. Sorry, not project. A uh, visual so I can spend the money on the something else. But I'd yeah. love to do. You know, I want to see visuals for colors. I feel like it makes sense. You know, I want to do like a colors. like a whole visual thing for the whole thing. Ah. Maybe maybe in five years yeah, or like ten years, know. like as an anniversary thing. I'll oh yeah, 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 that's good. Because I'd yeah, that one kind of it seems like it lends to it because it's mm. like colors. Yeah. You know, you can really. Like I want to have my sister there. And then it'll be me. Like, oh, Jamie, you have like, a whole come, vision. Listen, I have a whole vision. I'm I love that. it out. Uh, yeah, write the vision, make listen, it plain. Listen. But yeah, they're, they're the plans for this year. Might have other ones that pop up, but mm. they're the plans I have right now. Do you know what? Even before I forget this, we were talking just before yeah. we started recording um, about something that we share. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I really wanted to talk about it because mm-hmm. I think that, and you mentioned money and stuff like that. There's yeah. loads of things that limit us as artists and creatives yeah. that we want to go out and explore and produce our best work and yeah. create our best creations. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like our creator, God. Mm. But there's so many things limiting us, you know, time, money, space. Yeah. But this is one thing that, I didn't realize it was limiting my whole life, and now I don't yeah. really see it as a limitation. Same, I'd yeah. be interested to see your view on it. Mm. But we're both dyslexic. We are. And Can you tell us about like how you found out about yeah. you being dyslexic mm-hmm. and how it even impacts you now? So I, from uh, not even secondary, primary school. You know when they say, "Okay, class, read this like sheet for like five minutes, and we'll be, we'll continue." Eh, I'll still be on the first line, and people were flipped over, and and Girl! then it were gone. Do you know what I mean even comprehension? Ugh. Comprehension. You know when I read, it's like I don't understand. It, so I have to go back, back and, and read back. it again. Mm-hmm. And the time is gone. I thought everyone did that. You know, <sighs> no, that's what. Because I'll be seeing people flip over, <laughs> put their pen down, and I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> no, genuinely. And then in secondary school, same thing. Like especially English lit and language. Yeah. No, genuinely, I thought there was something wrong with me. <laughs> I said to my parents, I think I'm dyslexic. They're like, oh no, maybe you just maybe you just struggle with reading and like writing and stuff. I was like, okay. I even told my head of year, like maybe in year 11 or something. Mm-hmm. He was like, maybe just wait because you're in year 11 now. Maybe what can you do? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> wait until uni or something. So in uni now, I think in my end of my first year, I don't know who I even spoke to. Um, probably went to, I don't know. I don't know who I spoke to, but um, they led me to um, a psychologist, basically. Mm-hmm. The edu- educational psychologist. Uh, obviously that you have to spend so much money it's a very long process <gasps> so wait your uni didn't cover it yeah so no no so they were like you have to obviously your parents have to pay like oh, it was hundreds to get my uni covered it the, what's it called like the tests test. and yeah, stuff like yeah my uni covered it that's why I'm very surprised that you why not oh maybe it's to do with the whole how much your income your family income no 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 oh. I mean it, it I do know that some unis yeah, don't yeah. cover it, actually. But oh, yeah, no, my uni covered it. Because really? that was part of the reason why I didn't want to get tested. I was like, really? this is hundreds of pounds yeah, just yeah. to dash. So, okay, I had to go back to my parents and be like, okay, it's this hundreds of pounds. But genuinely, I need help. Like, yeah. I'm in uni now. Like, I can't just be, just mean reading and not understanding what I'm <laughs> yeah, doing. Especially psychology. Yeah, you study psychology. Yeah. Um, subject. So obviously, second year, I had my appointment. My dad agreed to pay. Had my appointment now. 
did it, got my results back. And they're like, oh, you have moderate dys- dyslexia. I was like, I knew it. You know, finally when I saw it, I was like, I knew it I all knew this it. time. Like, obviously before when I didn't know what it was, I just saw it as a weakness. Like, oh, what's wrong with me? I can't read. Obviously, because there was no explanation for what was going on. Mm. I was like, am I dumb? <laughs> I'm, I'm like, basically you're telling me no, I am foolish. Honestly. <laughs> me. And then obviously from getting the results onwards, because I had like a, a concrete understanding of what it yeah. was that I had. I was like, okay, this is not a weakness anymore. Obviously, I used to write when I was younger, like just random songs. And obviously, when I found out this is my co- well, like part of my calling, I was like, okay, dyslexic, you know, writing music. Are you okay? What's what do you know what I mean? But when I started, I was like, you know what? This is not a weakness at all. If anything, this is this is a way I can show people of God's mm. strength. Do you know what I mean? In my life, the how he's using me. I'm dyslexic, but I'm writing music. And I mean, hopefully the music is good. It's good. The words <laughs> are making sense. I mean? The words are making sense. Like, yeah, like. Yeah. That's why like, I was surprised to find out you were dyslexic. Really? The metaphors you used mm. in this song, I said, me and my dyslexic man. <laughs> Honestly, and it's just, every time I think about it, like when I'm writing, I'm just like, I'm actually dyslexic, but God, you're using me yeah, in this area. Like, that's good. Yeah, it's amazing. Like, And what have you kind of used? Uh, this is turning into like a coping, oh, cool. coping mechanisms. But like, did you have any, do you have any coping mechanisms for how you can use, how you can still create and do what you do yeah. with dyslexia, especially words-based stuff. Like, yeah. that's tough. So. Do you know what? So when I got the results and then later on, I then, I think it was even, was that year? No, it was the year after that I started like writing music. Um, I didn't initially like um, think, oh, I'm a dyslexic. I can't, do you know what I mean? I can't start mm-hmm. writing. So I just started writing. And then when I'm in that creative process, I just don't think about this, mm-hmm. the dyslexia, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. At all. And I don't know if that's because mine's more, reading base like mm, when I read okay. finished but when I write maybe it's okay but that's um, yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's literally I think because I didn't really struggle when I'm in that crave when I'm in that crave space mm-hmm. I don't think about the struggle it's only so afterwards I'm reading I'm like ah, are you sure <laughs> I mean are you sure you're just like sick um but yeah no I love that that's an encouragement to anyone who is like feeling like this thing is counting me out mm. from ever doing yeah. I went listen I went to study journalism I was oh, studying really? journalism when they were like by that's the way you have to, right very yeah. essay based like you write stories mm. and I remember I'd be looking at the the, the pen the pen would be looking no, at me honestly. Who's, who's gonna pick up who because yeah, yeah it's really tough mm. but then like you said I think you, the way your brain, I mean, you will know more about this being a psychologist, <laughs> but um, the way your brain kind of like works is you are, you tend to be more creative and use those creative elements of yourself yeah. more than just the like reading and writing. Cause mm. yeah, you kind of, your mind overcompensates that side. Yeah. So I definitely see it in your music. And that's really? why I was surprised. Like this was a very recent discovery for me. Yeah, I was yeah. like, how? Houseway, mm. how? When, no, it's crazy. Especially honestly. the link with the, all the with all the colors yeah. and the whole EP. How you wrote Roots? I'll keep going back to Roots because yeah. Roots is lyrics, like mm. it's written well. Thank you. So now you're gonna tell me you struggle. Yeah, Roots, I know. Like, it's so crazy. It's crazy. So, but so crazy. The, the Bible says that God uses the foolish things of the world yeah. to make them dumbfounded, mm-hmm. and you are a living example of that. So thank, thank you. you for even doing it well. Thank we appreciate you. that. Um, and even now, I'm just going on to the final question of the podcast. I don't even want to stop talking to you. I know, it's it was been great. Bad. Like, I think, oh my gosh, podcast. But I'm actually doing it. I told you you'd be no, fine. Honestly. Like, now the conversation has been great. And you're a blessing. And I pray that Thank even you. people will go on, on to follow you and just to check out and keep up with your journey because you've got a long way to go. Thank you. But we at CHH, big fans of legacy and just mm. what can we leave on this earth? Yeah. What can um, we kind of bless people with that will withstand our lives? Yeah. So I would love to know have you ever kind of thought, I would love this? to be my legacy i'd love this to be what people remember me by yeah so i 
I think my, my love language is words of affirmation. So obviously- Same when, girl. Words, oh, I love that. So when you see you like being loved in that way, you automatically like give it out. So mm-hmm. I've noticed that I like to encourage people like with words. I guess that runs into music maybe. Yeah, yeah. But um, I love to encourage people. And obviously this whole gifts thing, how I'm just like, everyone should use their gifts, you know? Whether you've got one or two or 10, just use it. Um, I like to inspire people as well. So I guess that's, those are two things that I'd love people to- Remember me, but I obviously like a girl that's you know that loves God. Remember God. That's why I'm just like when my gifts do. It's not a compliment to so you say mm. it, you know, because it's like this is what God's given me. So look back up. To look God. back to I him. I think someone said like the whole L shaped thing. Like it comes to me, but then the glory goes back to God. <gasps> that's good. Listen, I love that thing so much. I just remember every time like I use my gifts and someone compliments me, I'm like, okay, thank you, but thank you as well. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, they're they're the main things. That I guess I'd love to. I've never really thought about them before. But yeah, inspire, encourage, and God. I love that. Inspire, encourage, and God. Yeah. The trio that can really work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love to see it. Thank you so much, Jessica, for being on the podcast. Thank you so much. We'll keep up with you music-wise yeah. on all platform, music platforms. Yeah. And Akin. what's your socials as well? Um, Jessica Akin underscore Amazing. on all things, I think. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's been good. <laughs> Hi guys, I hope you enjoyed that episode. If you did, make sure to leave a like rating wherever you're listening to this and to follow us on Instagram at shehhpodcast.